3 a.m. Tales of Terror contains explicit content. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to another episode of 3 a.m. Tales of Terror, where we tell you stories of the paranormal. I feel like I haven't said that in a while. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, they're ghost stories, if anybody was asking. But I feel like the last few episodes have just been like, hi, welcome to 3 a.m. Tales of Terror. Like, I'm distracting you with my good looks. Oh, my God. So, but I'm Jamie. And this is Kenny. Yep. In case you forgot. And... This episode, we're going to be telling you the story of the Tower of London, in case you didn't know that it was haunted. It is by 13 Ghosts. Not like the movie 13 Ghosts. I know. I don't I, I don't know what that movie is. You've never seen 13 Ghosts? I mean, I've, I've heard of it, but I've never seen it. Dude, no. it's so good. No, I don't know. 13 Ghosts is so good. It's so good that people want Amazon to like take it over and make a mini-series of each episode, the background of each ghost. Super good. I didn't know that. It's like that early 2000s, late 90s, like, horror movie. Um, House on Haunted Hill. Mm, also, nope. You've literally watched it with me. When? We bought all... Oh, God, I think there's like four of them. I don't remember that. You don't remember... The mansion, the guy invited all of them, including his ex-wife, you know, whoever survives the night in this mansion wins this fortune. And then the doctor, it's haunted by, like, a doctor because it was used as, like, a... Uh, like a torture thing for like people in the late like 30s and 40s maybe that they did in all those asylums like all those horrible uh experiments and shit they did mm -hmm. and the nurses twitch super sketch i don't know well i know what we're doing yeah okay so i don't, I don't know but anyways the tower of london's haunted and we're gonna tell you about its history and how it's haunted and who it's haunted by so and why maybe why well, I'm sure within the it's history... It's pretty obvious I was going to say, within the history, I'm sure you'll probably understand, like, why it's... Well, spoiler alert, they all died. That's why they haunt it. Oh, my God. <laughs> is I that mean, what happens? Is that, how, is that how people haunt places? Well, I mean, you're going to start this off by saying that the Tower of London's in London, so fight me. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, so... When William the Conqueror built a mighty stone tower at the center of his London fortress in the... 1070s defeated Londoners must have looked on in awe now nearly a thousand years later the tower still has the capacity to fascinate and horrify as protector of the crown jewels home of the yeoman warders and its legendary guardians the pampered ravens the tower now attracts over three million visitors a year here, the ceremony of the keys and other traditions live on, as do the ghost stories and the terrible tales of torture and execution. But the tower also has a richer and more complex history, having been home to a wide array of institutions, including the Royal Mint, the Royal Armories, and even a zoo. As the most secure castle in the land, the tower guarded royal possessions and even the royal family in times of war and rebellion. But for 500 years, monarchs also used the tower as a surprisingly luxurious place. Throughout history, the tower has also been a visible symbol of awe and fear. Kings and queens imprisoned their rivals and enemies within its walls. The stories of prisoners, rich and poor, still haunt the tower. 
In the 1070s, William the Conqueror, fresh from his victory but nervous of rebellion, began to build a massive stone fortress in London to defend and proclaim his royal power, nothing like it had ever been seen in England before. William intended his mighty castle to not only dominate the skyline, but also the hearts and minds of the defeated Londoners. The tower took around 20 years to build. Masons arrived from Normandy, bringing with them stone from Cain in France. Cain? I guess. It's C-A-E-N. So I messed that up. If I mess that up, I'm not. Cain? Keen? I don't know. I don't know. Most of the actual labor was provided by Englishmen. Throughout the history, the tower has been adapted and developed to defend and control the nation. Henry III reigned from 1216 to 1272, and Edward I, from 1272 to 1307, expanded William's fortress, adding huge curtain, or defensive walls, with a series of small towers and enlarging the moat. They also transformed the tower into England's largest and strongest concentric castle, with one ring of defenses inside of another. Inside the medieval kings built magnificent royal lodgings. Kings and queens used the tower in times of trouble to protect their possessions and themselves. Arms and armor were made, tested, and stored here until the 1800s. The tower also controlled the supply of the nation's money. All coins of the realm were made at the tower mint from the reign of Edward I until 1810. Kings and queens also locked away their valuables and jewels at the tower, and even today, the crown jewels are protected by a garrison of soldiers. The Tower of London has also been the infamous setting for stories of royal tragedy and death. During the War of the Roses, Henry VI was murdered here in 1471, and later, the children of his great rival, Edward IV, the princes in the tower, vanished within its walls in 1483. What do you know? What the War of the Roses was? Hold on. Let me Google it. I'd remember some of it. I don't remember why it started, though. I think it was just a giant pissing contest between two families like it always is in England. Mm. No, my wig's better than yours. Oh, my God. Something along those lines. Hold on. The War of the Roses, known at the time and for more than a century after as the Civil Wars, were a series of civil wars fought over control of the English throne in the mid to late 15th, 15th, mid to late 15th century. Okay. So, yeah, I think it was like all the royal families just sitting there having pissing contests about who should I mean, I feel reign, like that's what I feel like that's what most of the uh, wars back then were. Cuz you talked about it when we were talking about the the Burg Elts last episode. You were like they they had a siege, the sieges that they had were just Contest. Yeah, I mean that's that's most of the war. I mean that's wars today still. Oh, it's fought over oil, but yeah, and that's why the concentric system was made. So what you did is you just kept building out, making war walls. So it's like, yeah, I'm gonna spend two weeks taking down this wall, and then it crumbles, and you're like, shit, there's another <laughs> wall. What do we do? What is the the ring system that you were gonna? I don't know what that. That's is. the consistent. Okay, so in the middle. Think of it like, uh, I don't know, like a cell. All the important shit's in the middle. So that's where all your kings, your queens, your princes, your princesses were. Mm -hmm. And they were surrounded in a circle by guards and then the important stuff, you know, all their valuables. Super hardcore fortress, like a castle, right in the middle. Then in England, they realized, well, if we just keep adding walls and create chambers with gaps in between, it'll take them longer. Because, yeah, you scaled, you know, a hundred foot wall. That's great. 
well, now you got 30 foot and there's another 100 foot wall. And you have soldiers on the tops of each ring and in between or booby traps, um, pikes, stuff like that. And then plus you had your villagers there. And what they would do is the rings in between for everyday like movement and travel and stuff. They'd have giant wood doors. Sometimes they had moats in between them, stuff like that. And then if you got attacked, you just shut all the doors and now you have rings of containment. Like an onion. Oh. Or an ogre. <clears throat> Layers. An ogre? Yeah. Ogres are like onions. Not because they're smelly. Because we have layers. Oh, you, we? So you're Shrek? an ogre. I know. I haven't seen Shrek in so long. Well, get out of my swamp. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's like the that's the ring system. But yeah, the War of the Roses was just... King died, and then the three houses... Hold on, let me see if I can find them. House of York, House of Lancaster, House of Tudor. Who should be in power? And then it went on for like 100 years, something like that, 115 years, where the families just kept trading who was in power. Like, hey, I'm going to murder your dad. Now I'm in power. And then the next family would be like, well, I'm going to murder you. Now I'm in power. Mm. That's that's pretty much it. See, this is why it's good to have him, because he knows history and I failed history. So he can explain stuff better than I can. I know light history. Will's way better at it. I know, I know. I know important history. The War of the Roses didn't matter because everybody lost. It's like a civil war. Yeah, I'm- well, can we just take a moment to appreciate how cute Eli is? He's sleeping. Leave him alone. You woke him up. Oh, big stretchums. Oh, my goodness. You'll okay. be all right. In 1674, two skeletons were unearthed at the tower. The bones were re-examined in 1933. That's a long time. That's a long time in between them finding them and re-examining them. Well, I mean, they probably, oh, probably did, they didn't, didn't have, have the, the technology. Yeah. They were like, yep, that's a skeleton. That's a long time to hang on to bones, though, too. I mean... 300, almost 300 years? So they're in England. 33 would be... That's a lot of generations. Right before World War Two. Yeah, modern medicine probably started. Because World War One was the start of, like, your hardcore modern medicine. And then the Nazis just really pushed all that modern medicine through all the fucked up stuff they did. Yeah, but that's a long time to hang on to bones and not lose them for them to be re-examined almost 300 years later. Well, I mean, they probably just... They probably just kept them there. I mean, yeah. Hey, take these bones, put them in a sack, put them in the tower. <laughs> be all right. They ain't gonna go nowhere. So, the bones were re-examined in 1933 and proved to be those of two boys aged about 12 and 10, exactly the same ages as the princes when they disappeared. The famous yeoman warders, recognized as symbols of the tower all over the world, have been here for centuries. They were originally part of the yeomen of the guard, the monarch's personal bodyguard who traveled with him. Henry VIII... Hold on, you get to talk about Henry VIII, dude? You can you can talk about Henry VIII. Such, such a cuck. Love him. Oh, my God. Okay, he killed all of his wives because he was infertile and he got upset because he didn't have enough testosterone. So he was like, oh, not giving me a child? Off with their heads. But it was his fault. Yeah, he's a more. Did he not know he's that? He's a man. Did, did he not know that it was his fault? Or did he know that it was his fault and still... No, they didn't know yet, but it is his fault. But, I mean, he's a man. He's not wrong. That's kind of how it works. Because okay. you got to think back then, women didn't have rights or lefts. They didn't have Stop. nothing. <laughs> they didn't have anything, man. They were there to have sex with men and birth children. And if you didn't birth the children right, well... And power. To gain well, power. Normally. I guess I wouldn't have made it very far back then. <laughs> I mean, probably not. 
I mean, if I was born with the, the same heart defect that I have. You would have died. I, yeah. It would have just been like, oh, okay. Well, we don't know what to do. So off with your head, I guess. <laughs> just, no, they just would have thrown you probably in a moat. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, she's got this. <laughs> if she dies, she dies. <laughs> oh, no, you can talk about King Henry VIII. He's cool. Oh, my God. No, he's not cool, but he's just hilarious in history. That an evil, uh, a, be- <laughs> a human being like this lived. And people were like, you know what? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's our king. Do you go into the history of Henry VIII in here? I don't think so. Bruh, you gotta talk about his wives. Um, a I know, bit. I know Anne's in here. Yeah, that's, that's pretty much what we talk about, I think. Not his other six wives? Probably six? not. Is it six? Yeah, yeah, six marriages. Bam! Oh my god, okay, no. Okay. I mean, look at this cuck. He skipped leg day. Stop. I have a pillow, but it's a cat. I know. Embroidered like that. I know. Got it. My sister got it for me at the Renaissance Festival. It's I know. tight. Okay, I'll be quiet. I'm sorry. <laughs> Henry VIII decreed that some of the men would stay guard and ta- would stay and guard the tower permanently. Today, the yeoman warders or the bee feeders guard the visitors, but still carry out ceremonial duties such as unlocking and locking the tower every day in the ceremony of the keys. They wear their red state dress uniforms for important occasions at the tower and also for special events such as the firing of the huge cannon on the wharf known as the gun salutes. And yes, it's just their normal, like, uh, like when the queen died and they were in those red suits with those tall black hats. It's those outfits. Just so you know. Yeah, you know why they're called the beef eaters, right? Why? Because they were doing such an honor protecting all the stuff that they wanted. They were allowed to eat as much meat as they want. They didn't have to have ration reserves like everybody else. Were you eating primarily like potatoes and bread and stuff like that? They were called the beef eaters because they were allowed to eat as much meat as they want. It's beef literal. eaters. Beef eaters. I thought it was like beef feeders. No, no, no. That's beef, what I was... <laughs> beef eaters. God, I'm stupid. They are allowed to eat as much beef as they want. Beef eater. You know what? That makes so much more sense because that's not how I and read it. And they didn't it. always have the, the fuzzy hats. Oh, wow. Well. Sometimes they had the floppy ones. Oh. Yeah. But they always have the red suits. Always super bright red. That England. Yeah. That red coat red, man. Yeah. They were proud of that color. Hid the blood. 1776, baby. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with you? <laughs> Medieval kings and queens lived in luxurious apartments at the tower. They worshipped in the Chapel Royal, kept a menagerie of exotic animals, which lasted until the 19th century, at least it ended, and welcomed foreign rulers at magnificent ceremonial occasions. Although long since vanished, there was once a splendid royal palace to the south of the White Tower. Henry VIII modernized the rooms inside in preparation for the coronation of his new bride, Anne Boleyn, in 1533. She and the king feasted here in splendor the night before Anne processed in triumph through the city of London to Westminster Abbey. I get to talk about Anne. This is hilarious. Yeah. Okay. Three years later, Anne was back at the tower, this time accused of adultery and treason. Again, because she couldn't give him a son. And he was all upset. He spaghetti. So he was like, you know what? She cheated on me. It's like she was held in the same luxurious lodgings before being executed by sword on Tower Green. Yeah, she decapitation. Yeah. Chopped her head off. She chopped her head off? No, no. no a guy. Oh, OK. 
the way that you Dude, said be, that. That'd be badass if she chopped her head <laughs> I was off. gonna say, what, like a guillotine? Just put her head there and just... <laughs> oh, no, no, no. What not a guillotine? Oh, no? Oh, this is pre-guillotine. Oh. Yeah. Sword. Guy. Mask. Oh. Very dull sword. Sometimes. Like Chinese And it did not... Uh, so Anne's death, it did not come off in one swift blow. I think it took three to cut her head off. I think so, too. I think it took three to cut her head off. I think so. She's a hard-headed bitch. It's your neck. It's still... Because maybe she had a thick spinal cord. I don't know. What do you... I don't know. Or the fact that they had dull swords. Well, whose fault is that? It's the English man. Stop making fun of them. <laughs> well, okay. The reason why they didn't have sharp swords. Oh, God. Please don't be sarcastic. No, no, no I'm being for real. Okay. So, I know. I'm. Sometimes you don't know if it's truth or just shit I'm spewing. Fair enough. So, the reason why they didn't have sharp swords is sharpness. Right, you're in battle. We hit swords together. Both of our swords are sharp. We're just going to dent the piss out of them. We're going to take chunks of our edge off and then they're not going to be sharp anymore. Mm-hmm. Rather, if they're dull, I say dull, like sharp enough to where if I were to grab it with my hand, it wouldn't hurt, but if you were to pull it out of my hand, it would still cut me. Uh, scissors. Scissor sharp. That's the like equivalence of sharpness, where if you're wearing chain mail and stuff like that and I hit you with it, you're still going to get that blunt force trauma of me smacking you with a 10-pound sword, and I could still stab you with it, but it's not going to shatter into a gazillion pieces. Hmm. Plus, the English weren't very good sword makers. <laughs> they weren't. Oh my gosh. You're going to make all of our listeners from England stop it's, listening It's a to historical us. fact. They only started making good swords when the Vikings invaded them. Well, that's cause and then they stole their design and was like, we're just going to do this. Yeah? Yep. Wait, who stole? Who's... The English stole from uh, the Norse. Thieves. You're saying that about Nordsmen? Who literally went into England and said, you know what? And we're just here for the gold and your women. That's what they are. Wow. That's why they attack churches. You know why? Where do you keep all the gold? In the basement. Of, of a church. church. Yeah. Well, we're going to go in here. We're going to burn this thing down. And then we're going to take the gold. Anyway, Vikings. Different story. But yes. Yeah, three. I think it was three to chop her head off. I think so. I feel like I remember that much. Yep. And then he married, I think it was two or three more times after that. And still couldn't have a son. And then I think he might have had the realization that he was the issue. I don't know. He's a man. It is what it is. Yeah. We're never wrong. <laughs> Keep reading. Do you think they had mansplaining back then? Like he looked at her you and she... You literally... Okay, you've literally just gone through this spiel about how <laughs> Henry VIII sat here and killed his wives because they... He thought that they couldn't have the babies. Right, it was right, all right. his fault. Correct. Do you think that he just sat there and was like, no, I can't. I, You can't have a baby. Not me. It's not my fault. I'm going to kill you because it's your fault that you can't have a baby. That's still man's Well, because divorce was illegal, then you couldn't have divorce. So the only way for him to get out of marriages was to kill them. Yeah. That's why he killed them. Well, I mean, that's kind of still an option We should bring today. it back. Yeah. That's still an option. Really? What? <laughs> Keep reading before I smack you. (laughs) For over 800 years, men and women have arrived at the tower, uncertain of their fate. Some stayed for only a few days, others many years. During the Tudor age, the tower became the most important state prison in the country. Anyone thought to be a threat to national security came here. The future Elizabeth I, Lady Jane Grey, Sir Walter Raleigh, and Guy Fawkes were all sent to the tower. Even in the 20th century, German spies were brought here and shot. Okay, Loki did not know they used that for World War One and Two. Probably more so two than one. 
Wait, why would you capture a Nazi, take him all the way back to England? Oh, spies. Oh, my lord. German spies. So confused. Not Nazis. Spies could not have been good. You're in England. Oh, yeah. Look at the glockenspiel. <laughs> oh, I mean the Big Ben. It's like, what? how do you... I don't know. I know they don't sound like that, but you know. I mean, they, they, I mean, they probably should have brought Nazis back there and shot them, but you know. No, no, that's what we have France for. France. Have you seen that? France! <laughs> Fucking... No. <laughs> The 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 video of um the Miss whatever the Miss like countries the Miss America, but it's not Miss it's not just America Miss Universe. Thank you, God bless. I could not think of that Miss World. <laughs> it's bigger than a country. The world. You'd be a great pageant contestant. <laughs> oh my God! What's bigger than a country? The world. <laughs> It. Miss Universe. Yes, and all the all of them are going through, and they're like, "You know what I know like, you're talking about?" Denmark, and they get to France, and she's like, "France." God, don't make fun of her. She's trying her best. Her Whoa. best isn't good enough, but it's, it's her best. <laughs> <laughs> when you get you a soundboard, you just do that, France. <laughs> France. The chapel is perhaps best known as being the burial place of some of the most famous Tower prisoners. This includes three queens of England, Anne Boleyn, Catherine Howard, and Jane Grey, all who were executed within the Tower in the 16th century. Yeah, told you you killed them all. Yeah, those were all his wives, Catherine and Lady and Jane Grey? Yes. Okay. So Henry VIII's wives were accused of adultery and treason, literally all of them because he's so original. I love this guy just because he's so easy to hate on. He's just such a moron. <laughs> I'm sorry, he was. He had all the wealth in the country. Dipshit. I'm <laughs> just saying. Lady Jane Grey was an unfortunate pawn in a plot to replace Mary I and was executed for high treason in 1554, aged only 17. I think his oldest wife was like 22. That's disgusting. I mean, I know it's it's I mean, not the, it's not the life expectancy back there was like forty, so if that wealthy people was like forty, yeah. So when you see these old decrepit people, and you're like, "Wow, Queen Elizabeth the first was so old." No, that bitch was like thirty eight. Medicine, milk. Oh my god, he needs some milk. Oh my god. Yeah, but seventeen. Yeah. That's. We gotta think. Uh, I hope that was his youngest, because good lord. Uh, no, nah, probably sixteen, maybe fifteen. Because you gotta think, consent back then was. Yeah, because I thought 13, Amber. 14. I thought Amber Lynn was really super young. I thought she was well, like fifteen stand or sixteen. By. I could be very wrong. I don't know, but I thought she was super young too. Just, just um, Google how old she was when she died. That'll give enough of a picture. One moment, I can give you their ages. Because I don't. I don't know. Okay, Catherine of Aragorn was 23. That's Catherine... Aragorn. Oh my god, Lord of the Rings. Aragorn. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I'm so sorry. Well, that's, you mean Catherine Howard? Yeah, but she, her, na- her name because she was of... Catherine love. the Great. Or is that a different Catherine? I think that's a different Catherine. Oh god. Um, Yeah, she was 23. Catherine was 23. No, wait. Did the marriage dates? Oh, shit. No, that's the marriage dates. How old was this woman? I thought they were their ages. Why don't, why don't you Google Google 
Henry VIII's wives ages. Dude, I did. Well, you didn't do a good job. I see that. I would just also like to point out the fact that no one is home. It's just us. The dog is not here. And Eli is taking the best nap of his life right now. He is just chilling out. He hasn't been bothering okay, us. Okay, so Catherine was his first wife. That was his longest marriage. <laughs> she was 42. Wow. And he said no more for her because she couldn't uh, conceive children. Well, she was up there in age, too. Dude, it doesn't say. Just Google Anne Boleyn Bruh. and how old she was. It's not that hard. What are you doing? You can't just Google Anne Boleyn age. You have a $400 iPad in your hand. You can I, do the same thing. Well, I'm... I know, right? So she was born... <laughs> they're not sure. She was either born in 1501 or 1507, and she died in 1536. So she was either 29 or 35. Okay, so she was older. Yeah. I thought she was a teenager. But, okay. Anyways, we can move on. <sighs> can we? You seem stuck. <laughs> well, that's because you don't know what you're doing over there. <laughs> you don't know. The person who claims to know everything about... You know what? I'm going to go back and talk to that guy and tell him that you don't have any right to talk, to do to work on computers. This is not a computer. This is an iPad. It's still a... It's still a software and thing. And it's Apple. Yeah. And Apple's trash. <gasps> Rude. Yeah, you're paying for a half-eaten apple. Sorry. It's not even half-eaten. Yeah, it's a bite taken out. It's worse. That means that means you know it sucks. They took one bite out of it and went, mm, don't want this. Can you just read? <laughs> you mean a butthole. <laughs> in, in 1876, when the chapel was restored, the remains unearthed in the chancel, including those of Anne Boleyn, were reburied beneath a marble pavement, inscribed with their names and the coats of arms of their families. So that's cool that they were, they got their coats of arms and everything. That was really cool to see at the Renaissance Festival. That's because when they all got killed and they all did that and they went, ooh, we fucked up. (laughs) Well, and the worst thing is, is an improper burial. You're more likely to be haunted. Okay. So now we're going to get into the ghost a little bit, but there are 13 ghosts. So I'm going to read four or he's going to read about four ghosts. I'm going to read about four ghosts. And then he's going to read about four more ghosts. And then I'm going to read the last ghost. So that's pretty much it. So we're getting into the spooky stuff. Getting spooky. The tower has been a visitor attraction since the 18th century, but numbers of tourists increased dramatically in the 1800s. So hold on. The 18th century is the 1700s. It's always a year, but it's always correct. A year behind. Yeah. So we're in the 21st century because it's 2023. Yeah. Are you sure you're in college? I'm not. I don't do history. I failed history. Failed. F. I had to retake it, and then when I retook it, I got a D. I got enough to pass and not take it again. That is what happened. I do not like history. I do not enjoy history. How do you not like history? I don't like it. I don't like it. You don't want to be a child about it. <laughs> I don't like it. There's, there's, there's too much. You don't like history, and you started a podcast about historically haunted places. Yeah, because because, because that's fun. But I don't like I don't like history. Like world history is what I had to take, and I failed it the first time, and then I took it again, and I got a D. And that was enough to not have to take it again. 
How did you fail? Like half of and a then world the, history I only class, t- and like then the World only, War II. It's the easiest the, thing ever. The only other class that I took that was a history class was 1960s. And I was good at that because I know the 60s. I like the 60s. Everybody was stoned and banging. Exactly. I like the 60s. There was Marilyn Monroe. There was the Beatles. Oh there was God. JFK. I think you said it was good. It was good. Well, for JFK, it was mind-blowing. Stop it! <laughs> Stop it! <laughs> Come on, that's funny. I'm not taking that And for out. Marilyn Monroe, it was a banger. Because she, she had sex with all the Kennedy brothers. That's why she got killed. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, dude, I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, so anyways, going back to the ghost... Visitors were fascinated by the stories of England's turbulent and sometimes gruesome history. Stories of ghosts haunt the tower. Anne Boleyn is said to stalk the site of her execution on Tower Green. Arbella Stewart, the cousin of Elizabeth I, who starved while under arrest for marrying without royal permission, is said to still frequent the Queen's house. Two smaller ghosts are thought to be the princes of the tower. And the yeoman warders even tell a chilling tale of a huge bear who occasionally appears to frighten visitors to death. One of the most famous legends of the tower surrounds the ravens. The story goes that should the ravens leave the tower, both it and the kingdom will fall. That kind of makes sense. What? If the ravens leave? Yeah. Birds flock away. Well, okay, so it's weird with ravens. Ravens normally like battlefields because, you know, dead bodies. Okay. And they probably would eat some of the prisoners when they died. Ravens are the really smart ones. Yes. They well, have crows the, are smart too. but Crows are smart, but ravens have the intelligence of like a 13-year-old, except for they can fly, which is absolutely terrifying. Because I know 13-year-olds, and they don't deserve wings. And ravens, you can actually teach to talk. Yeah. They, they understand you. They remember like... Crows are what, seven-year-olds, I think? I think so. I think ravens can do like... Th- they remember faces, like 30 to 40 faces. Mm-hmm. They can memorize it. Like um, elephants. They're very spiteful. They remember vendettas. So birds. So do crows. If birds leave somewhere, it's never a good sign. Be- it means that they were being mistreated probably. Well, no. If the ravens leave, that means that something bad is coming and they know it and they just poof. And they don't want to be there when it happens. Right. Yeah. It's kind of like before an earthquake. Yeah. All the birds shoot out of the trees because they know better. Yeah. Or like when fires. Dude, so I'm, I'm when- so sorry to all of the viewers. I like ranting, and I am—I have such a wealth of useless knowledge. They're listeners, not viewers, but that's fine. You're—you're—you're you're, you're close. We don't have a video, and we never will have a video. Why not, man? Because nobody needs to see our fat asses sitting here. <sighs> Speak for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm muscular. Thank you. Oh my god. <laughs> Listen, the. The ravens of the tower today are cared for by a dedicated yeoman warder known as the Raven Master. That would be cool, to be a Raven Master. A master of ravens. Okay, so we're going to talk about... I think. Anne Boleyn. The second wife of Henry VIII and the first wife he executed, Anne, is the most famous and persistent of all tower ghosts. She is seen on the tower green where she was executed in St. Peter Advis... Vincula? 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 Where she was buried and wandering corridors as a headless body. How they know it's Anne Boleyn then? Because she had her head chopped off. The first wife that he executed. He executed three of them. I guess they're all in here though, ain't they? Did they all get 
That yeah, because you're gonna talk about Lady Jane Grey as well. You know that makes sense. Do they all get their heads chopped off? Is that how he? Yeah, he probably them he probably yeah. So he probably decapitated all of them. Easiest form. Uh, probably cheaper. Henry the Sixth. He met his end as a result of a real-life Game of Thrones. Henry VI stood to inherit both the English and French thrones, but the House of York imprisoned him during the War of the Roses. Shortly after Edward IV seized the throne in 1471, Henry VI was stabbed while praying in Wakefield Tower, which his ghost haunts to this day. He appears the last stroke of midnight. He was stabbed while praying? Isn't that Hamlet? That literally happened in Hamlet. I don't know. I didn't. That's... I didn't. I, I was... I did Romeo and Juliet, not that. Like, I read Romeo and Juliet. I didn't read Hamlet. I mean, you watch Sons of Anarchy. It's the same thing. Yeah. It's based off of Hamlet very loosely, obviously, because they didn't have motorcycles back then. <laughs> <laughs> so, wait, who he was, was he stabbed? Who was he stabbed by? Does it, do you know? Probably um, an assassin from the... Uh, was he stabbed just because he didn't... He was going to inherit the throne. Again, and nobody... Going, going back to the rotation of, we want the power. So while he was praying, he probably got stabbed to death. So Henry V could get it, maybe? No, no, no. So the York... Is it the Yorks? Yeah, so the Yorks could actually take it over. Oh, okay. Because it says that short, Edward the Edward the Fourth seized the throne. Yeah, well, the, he was probably a York. Mm. Yeah, he was probably in the House of York. I don't know the history like that, but... Yeah. That's why I don't like history. So they probably stabbed him. Well, and what's funny is if, so Catholics believe that if you're killed while you're praying, it's a straight ticket to heaven. Right. Wait, what? Yeah. If you're killed while praying, Catholics believe that it's a straight ticket to heaven. I mean, I guess like you would, but the person who killed you obviously wouldn't. Well, right, 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 right. Yeah, like I'm praying, you stab me, I, in you know quotations, straight ticket to heaven, that's not how it works. But hey, that's why, well, you don't care about Hamlet. But in Hamlet, he was going to kill his stepfather. It's not that I don't care, it's that I don't know. So Hamlet was going to kill his stepfather, mm. new stepfather, uncle? I think it's stepfather, I don't remember. Anyway, he was going to stab him. Well, at your weakest moment, he started praying because he knew Hamlet was going to get it. He was going to get him. So he ran into the garden, kneeled down, started praying. And he knew as long as he kept praying that if he died... Even all the worst things that he did, you know, all the murderers and all all the murders and all that stuff, boom, straight ticket to heaven. So Hamlet, being as spiteful as he won, went, I'll wait for another day because I want him to burn in hell. Wow. Yep. That's messed up. Well, it's also a reaction to people. You get a gun pointed to your head, what do you do? Start Pray. crying. It's ingrained. Yeah. So anyway. <clears throat> it's like when you're when you're when when you're gonna be in a wreck. Like, like me, when I say, if you want to, if a deer runs out in front of you, hit the brakes and pray. Dude, when I got hit, I went, oh shit, <laughs> woof. <laughs> Trust me, I know you did. I was on the phone with yeah, you. I know. <clears throat> so Lady Jane Grey, she was the only, she was the, <clears throat> Lady Jane Grey. She was only queen for nine days before being executed by Mary Tudor, a.k.a. Bloody Mary, along with Lady Jane's husband, Lord Guilford. Dudley. Jane was advanced as an Angelican alternative to the Catholic Mary. Lady Jane Grey's ghost is seen wandering the battlements, a lonely, solitary figure. So she's just sad. Well, yeah. So she was killed because she married Dudley? Mm-hmm. And they, nobody said okay. They got married in... Right. Secrecy. Right. Because, again, the government wants control of marriage, even though it's a religious act. 
no matter what religion you are, it's a religious act. Yeah, you have to give. Well, well, it's because they're royals. Well, back then, right? It was a but control even, thing. But even even today, like Meghan had to get permission to marry Henry, Harry, Harry. That's his name, not Henry, Harry. Right. Because he's royalty, and even though they didn't want her to be married to him, but that's another story. I mean, the Queen's dead, so nobody's really going to stop him anymore. Yeah. And King Charles doesn't know what he's doing. Sorry. He. What is there to do? He, he King Charles is an idiot, and everybody knows it. And I'm sure that half the people in England know it too. Half the people in England don't even like the royal family. But what is there to do? So I don't mind talking shit about that. What, what is there to do? The royal family doesn't control anything. It's I all parliament know. now. I mean, they're still royal or whatever, and they're looked up upon and, you know, whatever. Not by many people there. Well, I mean, look up a pod because they're normally on balconies. I don't know. I think I think that people in England were like, you know, I when the Queen died, they were like, oh, I'm going to go and, you know, do this. Yeah, you know why? Because it's been, what, 70, it's been 70 years since the last person died. Or the last, like, rain. Well, Raining yeah. But I mean. Person died. At least she couldn't kill Megan like she did that's, Diana. That's why That's why they left the royal family. That's why they're in California right now. Yeah, because she was going to offer. Yeah. This royal's going to get hit head on by a taxi driver randomly. Bullshit. Anyway, conspiracy theories. That's for another podcast. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, if you wanted to know, I mean, you can just ask me what my conspiracy theory about that is. Lord Guilford Dudley. Lord Guilford Dudley's ghost haunts Bucum Tower. Sitting in his cell and weeping late into the night, Lord Dudley is also said to be responsible for the word Jane etched into the wall. So, yeah, because he was Lady Jane's husband. So, Lady... Um, yes. So, Lady Jane married him because he... Okay, hold on. Let me back up. Ma- Lady Jane married him without permission. Correct. She was killed because she didn't have permission. They were both killed. He was also killed because he didn't get permission. Neither of them had permission to be wed at all, whatsoever. And he's, he's, he writes Jane in the wall. He said that was his love. God, you're such a woman. He loved her. I mean, yeah. He what? died for her. Yeah, well, I mean. He could have been like, nah, I recant. He didn't, though. <laughs> Margaret Pohl, Countess of Salisbury. Margaret was a victim of one of the most gruesome botched executions in history when the countess reached the scaffold where she was to be beheaded she refused to kneel saying so should traitors do and i am none when the executioner raised his axe she ran and he chased her all around the scaffold hacking her until she died a gory death her ghostly screams can still be heard on the tower green and a few visitors claim to have seen a ghostly reenactment of the chase I mean, I I would probably do the same thing. I'm just going to run. I don't know, though. Being hacked to death slowly while running is probably far worse than just having your head chopped off. By a dull-ass axe. You have to remember this. Oh, my God. God. He probably nailed her like 30, 40 times. Oh, I'm sure. And And she's running and screaming. Well, she's still running and screaming in death, too. Sounds exhausting. I know. The White Lady. No one is sure who the White Lady is, but she haunts the White Tower. Her presence is typically announced by an overwhelming smell of cheap perfume, so strong it has made several tower visitors sick. 
A few visitors report being tapped on the shoulder only to turn around and see nothing but a wisp of white. I think that would be enough to scare me, though, just to see a wisp of white. And how do they know that it was cheap perfume? Just because it smells bad, it's cheap? There's a lot of expensive perfumes that smell like shit. Well, I mean, I don't know how you could tell it was cheap. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure there was not a lot of fragrances back then like it is today because they don't have, like, extracts and stuff like that. So they probably had, like, four, and they were like, well, that one's the trash. Yeah. That's the PBR friggin'. Oh, my God. (laughs) Okay, so now we have. What is it? Perfume. God, English. So now we're moving on to the princes, which is Edward V and Richard, Duke of York. These boy princes were imprisoned in the tower by their uncle Richard, Duke of Gloucester, Richard III, and purportedly murdered on his order. When the bones of two small boys were found under the stairs in 1674, most people believed them to be the missing princes, and the bones were given a royal burial at Westminster Abbey. The figures of two lost little boys wearing nightshirts, holding hands, are frequently seen in the White Tower. Oddly enough, they have also been seen playing on the battlements, and some claim to have heard children giggling, which I'm not a fan of. And Sir Walter Raleigh, Sir Walter, Sir Walter Raleigh was imprisoned in the tower twice, once for a secret marriage and once for treason. Following his execution, his ghost began wandering around the bloody tower where he was imprisoned, as well as along the battlements now known as Raleigh's Walk. Two fun facts. Capital of North Carolina, named after him, and can track my lineage on my mother's side all the way to him. Oh. Yeah, he's like my 11th great-grandfather. Well, he's a treasonist. Aren't we all? We're Americans. Oh, my God. Well, not you. You're Chinese, Eli. (gasps) (laughs) He's Siamese, man. What do you want? (laughs) I know, Bubba. I don't know why he talks to you like that. (laughs) Keek, what do you have to say to the people? I didn't know that he was named... or. Raleigh was named after him. Yep. That I did not know. The great Sir Walter Raleigh. The la- the, <clears throat> the Lady Grey. Nope, that's not her. No. The Grey Lady. Her identity in life is uncertain, but the Grey Lady is a well-known resident of the Queen's house. The Grey Lady will only reveal herself to female visitors. Arbella Stewart. King James I did not give his permission for Arbella to marry William Seymour. <laughs> Dude, I'm sorry. I'm five. <laughs> Nephew of Lady Jane Grey, enraged at his at the insult and perceiving the marriage as a possible threat to his throne, James I imprisoned Arbella in the tower. She died there. She died. She died there in 1615. Conflicting reports claim she either stopped eating or was murdered. She haunts the queen's house. Guy Fox, my dude. What do you know about him? Because I don't know anything about him. Guy Fox. Yeah. So Guy Fox in V for Vendetta is the dude with the mask. You ever seen V for Vendetta? Uh, He started a bunch of revolts and revolutionary stuff. The real Guy Fox. Well, he. he I mean, he helped. He did help. But he was not like this superhuman person. Well, he was obviously executed for something. Well, he was in the gunpowder plot. Do you know what that is? No. Uh, They kept all of their gunpowder like in a cache. Mm. And he was like, well, let's blow that up and see what happens. Um, it failed in the movie. It worked. Um, it failed like he, it didn't. It didn't go boom. It didn't go boom. No, he was caught um, before in, it went off. Yeah, he was in the military. I think he fought for the Spanish. Hold on, let me do some googling. 
He was revolutionary. Okay. Short story. He was revolutionary. Oh, okay. I did not know. I'm just saying he was obviously executed for something because he was yeah. killed there. He was. He wanted power for the people, which is wrong for that time. It is said that you can hear Fox's screams and cries from the council chamber in the White Tower, where he was prepared for his execution. Yeah, they tortured the hell out of this guy. I mean, it seems like they tortured a bunch of the people. Obviously, like Arbella Stewart. They. I don't remember. I, I think if I remember correctly, he was like cut like small slits all over his body before they actually like they did not like this guy they tortured him well, for like days I mean, he did kind of try to conjure up a terrorist attack pretty much right like blowing everything up well i mean wouldn't you have when <laughs> they just started executing random people like treason yeah adulteress yeah it seems like they did that most of these people that died yeah yeah, yeah. it was wrong yeah or i mean died for bs reasons like yeah people got mad and so he was like you know what especially so like you have so you had henry the eighth and then you have all of his wives that he killed for whatever okay so what was the word what is the word treason he they did he did treason and adultery adultery thank you even though they didn't cheat on him they were just you know well so adultery and treason went for the same thing because cheating on the king is considered treason because you don't do that but they it's, didn't cheat on him. Yeah, I know. They just couldn't have babies because of him. Yeah, but you could not him. prove it either, even though they were like locked in a tower and by his side all the time. And, <laughs> and no man was ever executed. You're supposed to kill both, like they did. With Lord Guilford. Right. Lord, with Lady Jane Grey. Correct. And You're supposed to kill both of them, because you both were in the act. You're both wrong, quote unquote wrong, but right. he only killed his wives. He never killed a man. Well, that's because he was a bitch. Pretty much. The Smothering Force. A number of spectral animals have been heard over the years, including monkeys, lions, and horses, but only one has actually been seen. A guard at the tower claimed a ghostly bear charged him, though the guard attempted to bayonet the animal, which kept coming at him. Soon the sword went through the animal. The guard was carried senseless to his quarters, where he died two days later. So those are all the ghosts. Those are the 13 ghosts. Uh, And then... When the tower was built, it was a resented symbol of repression inflicted upon inhabitants of London by a new ruling elite. It was used as a prison from 1100 until 1952, although that wasn't its main purpose. Early on, it was a royal residence and a grand palace. The peak period of the castle's use was as a prison during the 16th and 17th centuries. During this time, many figures who had fallen into disgrace were sent to the tower. Today, visit the Tower of London and feel the history, the stories, and perhaps get a glimpse of a resident spirit. We should go. Even though every time I try to go out of the country, it goes wrong. I mean, you tried to only go out of the country once. Yeah, well, you know, it didn't work. I mean, we're going to go to Iceland one day anyway, so be yeah, I Yeah. I also have a story from Iceland. But oh it's, my God, Reykjavik. But it's not, it's, it's like a five minute tale literally it's like so straight and to the point well, what we need to do is we need to do the norwegian pianos mm-hmm. the archways the staircases because mm-hmm. that's all probably coming from norse mythology anyway because trees and branches of yggdrasil were doorways into other dimensions so well yggdrasil. yeah did you have anything else to say about- no i think i talked enough i think you did i think you did but I'm just asking. Okay, so my resources for this story were www.hrp.org.uk and authenticvacations.com. So, 
obviously you can go and still you can go to see the tower of london you can you know maybe see ghosts there i don't know i've never been to england i don't know if i would ever go there i don't i don't have a specific reason to go there other than to be like Okay, like I would go there as like a, like a pit stop, maybe just to see Big Ben. Can get stabbed. Why? They don't like Americans. No, they have really bad stabbing problems and acid problems. Acid. Yeah, so they banned guns. Oh God! People started using cutlery to stab each other, and they went like, you know, what? we're banning we're banning uh, knives. And then people started taking acid and pouring it in people's faces. Yeah, dude. Yeah, no, I wouldn't go there. Be like, well, I would go just to be there for five minutes and be like, here's my picture that I have of Big Ben because I saw it in person and then I would leave. Maybe. We could eat tea and crumpets. I no? sweet tea. I'm American. Okay, their tea is not... It's like hot tea. Yeah, it's also gross. No, it's not. I love hot Dude, tea. tea is gross. You're wrong. Most tea is gross. You're, As a southerner, I still don't even really like sweet tea, man. And you're wrong and that's fine. But hot tea is good. It was so good they dumped... Hundreds of barrels of it into the ocean. So good. Oh my god. Okay. So anyways. That was the story of the Tower of London. I feel like this episode is going to be a little bit longer than some of our You're other gonna episodes. You're going to cut some of it out, I imagine. I mean, yeah, but it's still going to be long. Because a lot of it is you talking about the history. And sometimes people like that. I mean, have you heard my voice? I, I mean, I have. Me. I could listen to me for I hours. Have, I have had people say that, you know, they like the fact that we talk about history. And now that we actually, I actually have a person who likes to talk about history and knows about history because I don't know anything about history. Then I think people would enjoy that. And you make I wouldn't funny. say I know history. I know parts of history that I am interested in. Well, but, but that's probably just, that's enough. I'm a selfish historian. That's enough for the podcast. Like, you want to talk about Rome? No interest in Rome. That's Will. <laughs> but see, I can, I, can, I can do stories based off of what you like and what you know, and then you can talk about it. I know, like, the messed up parts of history. Like Henry VIII. Can <laughs> we talk about messed up stuff here, too? LaLaurie, uh, the last one. Rose Hall Plantation. That wasn't too bad. It was still slaves. I mean, yeah, but it turned out to not be true. Some of it. Some of it. And that's all, like, allegedly, mostly. And probably... Really, like, Avery? Allegedly? Wow. That's what he says. Oh. Keep that in there, too. I got that from, from Box of Oddities, though. That's what they say. Allegedly. No, we'll be at work. I'll be like, hey, this is broken. He'll be like, allegedly. Oh it's allegedly God. broke. We don't know if it's broke yet. Oh my god. Allegedly. I'm like, dude, you can see that it's on fire. Oh my god. There ain't nothing alleged about it. Okay. So before this episode gets to be two hours long, I'm going to let you guys go, and we'll see you next week. Yeah, I'll still be here, I think. Talking your ear off. So. Just remember, she married this. Oh my god. She chose this life. Oh my god. Later. Bye. Thanks for coming to hang out with us and letting us tell you stories. Don't forget, you can find us on social media, Facebook and Instagram, at 3AM Tales of Terror. You can find pictures from each episode there, as well as our website, 3, the number 3, 3AMTalesOfTerror.com. You can also subscribe with your email at our website for updates as well. If you have questions or story ideas for us, you can email us at info at 3AMTalesOfTerror.com. If you want to support us, you can sign up to become part of our Patreon. There, you will get ad-free episodes as well as bonus content. We hope you'll join us next week. 
and we hope you were terrified. <laughs>